0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Everything and More. I am your host, Jasmine. I know it's been a minute, but I'm back. I have been busy, back at work, Grace back in school. It's just been a lot, but that does not mean that I'm going to neglect my podcast. So I have missed you guys and I have so much to talk about. And today's topic, we are going to be talking about uncertainty. And I know when we hear the word uncertainty, we think, oh, something negative. We think bad. We think, oh, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's around the corner. You know, fear tries to creep up in our minds and it tries to rise up in us. But I want to shed light on how uncertainty is good for us and how God can use those uncertain moments to be the best moments of our lives. So, today, I was praying, getting ready before I, you know, stepped out of the house to take Grace to school, and, you know, I could just hear God telling me personally that in those moments, you thought I was punishing you, and you thought I was taking you through things because you had did something wrong. No, I was just planting you, and guys, when I tell you, that blessed my soul. I I mean, I was just like... Wow. And I don't know if you guys have ever been in a place where you feel like you had to go through some things and you didn't understand why you didn't understand why God had chose you to go through it. And you know, you may have had people around you that haven't experienced nothing. No storms, no trials no tribulations, no persecution, you know no losses, and it's the, and then there's you sitting over there in the corner, like just going through hell and hot waters, and you're wondering like why am I going through this but you know, I stopped saying, Lord, why am I going through this? I started to look deeper into what God was really doing in my life. And the deeper you look into your situation, and the deeper you look into your circumstances, you will see that God is planning you for something greater. And if we are easily uprooted in storms, and we're easily blown away when something bad happens, then we haven't sat still enough to let God plant and root us how he wants to. So I wanted to throw that nugget in there, you know, before we got into talking about, you know, uncertainty and how, you know, God does, you know, God allows uncertain, uncertain things to happen in our life because it's a part of the planning. It's a part of him, you know, rooting us in the right soil, making sure our foundation is solid and... If we stay in those familiar places and we stay around familiar people, we will become comfortable. We will get complacent. We will become stagnated. We will not we will we will we'll become fat hearted. We will get comfortable with not moving and if God has a calling on your life and God has called you to do something great, you cannot get stagnated. So that's why God allows us to come into these uncharted territories and these uncertain situations because he wants to let you know that I got to keep you moving so you don't get comfortable because where you are now is just a stepping stone to where I really want to take you. See, where you in your where you are right now in your life, that is not your end goal. That is not the deadline of what God has for you that is not the finishing thing you are in the midst of becoming a finishing product so in the midst of being filled up and fixed and letting god you know do what he wants to do with you to prepare you for the next place and to prepare you for that planting because I realize when it storms in your life, God is just raining on allowing your seed to be rained on. He's allowing, you know, your ground to get that moisture that it needs. So those roots in him can be strongly rooted in him. So whenever you come up against something, you won't run. So I don't know if you guys know about the story of Joshua. I love Joshua. He's a perfect example of going through uncertain situations, having to go through uncertainty. But there's a scripture that um from Joshua 1 verse 6 and the scripture says, you know, be strong and courageous. And I'm sure we've all heard this scripture. You know, wherever you are, you may get a different interpretation on the the level that you are in your life. And sometimes, once you get out of an un- um, uncertain situation, you know, you'll find yourself looking at the scripture different. But it depends on where you are in your life. But the scripture says. You know be strong and courageous for you are the one who will lead these people to their possessions and they will possess all the land i swore to their ancestors i would give them and this is god talking to joshua and you have to ask yourself has god called you to be a leader has God put you in a place where he wants you to lead some people out of dark places? Or has he called you to be the light to people in dark places? Or has he called you to be the one to encourage someone who can't get up and encourage themselves? So you have to take a moment. Like I want you to take a moment because I don't want to go through this fast. I want to I wanna breeze through this podcast today because I have time. But I want you to take a moment in your life, wherever you are right now, and I want you to ask yourself, what has God called me to do? has God called me to serve people has God called me to be the one to encourage people has God called me to be the one that go go be the first one to go through the trenches you know so I so the way can already be made has God called me to be the one to shed light where no one wants to shed light has God called me to go into uncharted territories first where people don't want to go just to make sure it's good and it's safe to go what has God called you to do and I want you to think of joshua and i want you to think as he prepared to lead the israelites to canaan you know a place overrun by their enemies and although god promised them this land the journey to obtain the promise was long hard and filled with uncertainty and if god has promised you something you have to understand that it's not always going to be a cakewalk and 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 I used to think that, why can't it be a cakewalk? You know, why can't it be easy? Why can't I just go and get it? I realized that everything that you get easy, you lose it easy. But because sometimes we are blessed, we're spoiled, and we get everything that we want and we don't take care of it. But when you think about a moment in your life where you have had to... Fight for something. You've had to work hard. You've had to sweat. You've had to get your nails dirty. You've had to cry. You had to go to go through some pain. You've had to go through some grieving and some losses. And you had to go through some some hard times. You would take care of a blessing, or you would take care of a thing that God allowed you to get. When you realize all of the things you had to go through to get that, but if you had, if you were, if you were able to get it easy. It's like, okay, you know, I got that I got that with a breeze. So, you know, I'll you know, I'ma just do I'm gonna hang on to this blessing. I'm gonna be thankful for it for a couple of weeks, maybe a month or two, but then after a month I'm good. But when you think about everything you had to go through to get to the moment you are now, you become more grateful. When you think about the losses. And when I'm talking about losses, you lost some people that you loved, You lost some people that you thought would be in your life forever. You lost some relationships. You lost, you know, things that, you know, was dear to you. But sometimes you had to lose some stuff in order to gain the things that you have now. And a lot of times in these uncertain situations, and these unforeseen circumstances that we come up against in our lives, you know, we make irrational decisions, we make impulsive decisions, you know, we try to hold on to people who who makes us feel like we're still in that comfortable place. And we know what's going on, we want to control things. And sometimes God has to allow people to leave us in order for us to be moved into that next place and and, you know in order for us to make those steps and that that's what some of the losses are you know losing people that we thought would be with us forever you know losing you know territory that we thought we would have forever being in a place that we thought we would be in forever and God moves you out of that you know it's never you know a loss it's a lesson and it's always it's always rain that's being watered on you to plant you deeper in God and trusting him and trusting his will for your life and trusting his plans and the purpose that he has for you and when you're walking in purpose you cannot get stuck and I want you to think about you know how God reminded Joshua just as he was with Moses you know how God led Moses to you know the israelites out of egypt you have to think about everything that they endured and i don't know i'm real big on just reading i like to read and i like to get to the genesis of things i like to get to the root of why people did what they did and why did you make this decision why did you complain about that when you could have did you could have been grateful that you know about this I love to read and I read everything. And even when I'm reading the Bible, I like to understand, you know, how God moved in certain people's lives. So, you know, just as God was with Moses, he told Joshua, so I will be with you. You know, I will not leave you nor forsake you. He told Joshua to be strong and courageous and God knew Joshua's secret concerns. And he spoke to the fear in Joshua's heart. And see, a lot of times, The enemy of us does not want us to understand that god wants to speak to the fear in our heart god wants to speak to us and let us know that i don't want you to fear i want you to be strong and i want you to be courageous i don't want you to fear the unknown i don't want you to fear this place that i have you in and instead of you being filled up with fear i want you to be filled up with wisdom and understand that i'm using your very present moment to build you and to mold you into where i'm taking you because where i'm taking you it's gonna you're gonna have to have a greater level of faith you going to have to have a greater level of understanding. You're going to have to have a greater level of patience. You're going to have to have a greater level of love and you're going to have to have a greater level of capacity of being able to obtain what God is doing in that place that he's taking you. So, when God puts you in these unforeseen situations, you have to understand that it is for your purpose. It is for the purpose and the will and the plans that he has for you. And you should not get in a place where you let fear fill your heart up. And thankfully, no matter how uncertain you may feel right now, the outcome of every situation is known to God. That has been my GPS for me. That has been my lifeline for me. Even when I come into places that I don't know what's going to happen, people that I don't know, I've never seen before, you know, opportunities that have happened to me that I don't know what's going to happen when I accept it, I am still grateful and comfortable and confident in knowing that God knows what's going to happen and if you don't know anything about God you have to know that God knows a situation when you go in it and he's going to know the outcome when you come out so even if you make a mistake understand that God knew you were going to make a mistake when you went into that situation so you can't get caught up in punishing yourself for making the wrong decision or punishing yourself because you 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 went out the wrong way or you 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 fail and you failed at something. You cannot get caught up in punishing yourself because God still knew that you were going to make that mistake. He knew you were going to fall. He knew that you were going to do something that wasn't ideal to you. God knew already. So the thing what we have to learn that we cannot let uncertainty suck the life out of us. We can't be so caught up in fear that we are afraid to move forward. We're afraid to let people love us. We're afraid to step into something new we're afraid to allow people to see the real us we're afraid to turn the corner because we don't know what's coming we're afraid to keep running because we don't know how long the road is for this run but if you would get in a posture and get in a place where you know that god is in control you will start seeing momentum that you thought you you will start seeing a momentum in you that you never knew you had. You will start seeing a light in you. You will start seeing your countenance change. You will start seeing things in a different light. Even if you come in a storm in your life and something is happening, you're frustrated and you're all out of whack. You will still see yourself saying, well, God, I know that this situation is uncertain. And this situation isn't ideal, but I know that you are all knowing. So I'm still going to go through this and I'm going to go through it with peace. I'm going to go through it with understanding. I'm going to go through it understanding that you know what's going to happen. You know the end outcome. And I know you're not going to let me die in this place. I want to talk to somebody right now. God may have you in a place that is dark. And sometimes God got to put you in the dark because he got to He gotta let you, you know, just sit for a minute so you can hear him. He got to put you in a corner so you can hear him because sometimes we move so fast and we're so focused on the future that we don't take time to be present in the moment to experience the present of God in the present moment that we're in. And if you are in a place and you're in a low place, just understand when God take you low, he's about to he's about to take you even higher. And sometimes you got to go low in order to see everything that's been around you and see everything that you have allowed to overtake your mind that shouldn't have never overtaken your mind and understand this. That God is not going to leave you where you are, nor will God forsake you where you are. So you have to be willing, willing to go through it. You have to be willing and know that God is not, God is not a God that's going to just let you rot and die where you are. There's a purpose and you got to find the purpose. Why am I in this situation? Why am I, why am I here right now? ask yourself these questions before you make any rational decision to go back to what you've already outgrown and before you make a decision to go back to something that that bought out the worst in you ask yourself why does god have me in this present moment is it that god is trying to expand your mind are you too close minded is God trying to you know show you that you need to allow people to come in and, and, and let people you know be with you and ner- help nurture you or is God trying to show you that you're too mean that you that you run when things get hard that you don't let people in you don't let people see the real you. You know, what is God showing you about yourself? Is God showing you that you're too nice and that you need a backbone and that you need to learn how to stand on your own two feet? You always wanting people to give you the green light for what you should do with your life. And maybe God has scattered everybody from around you just so you can stand on your own feet. Listen, I just want you to begin to start asking yourself, why does God have me in this place in my life? And why am I in this situation? What is it? What, where is the answer? And sometimes you got to dig deep to find that answer And understand that The same God who encouraged Joshua He also wants to encourage you he understand how easily fear and anxiety can paralyze anyone forced out of their comfort zones and into circumstances beyond their control. Fear wants to come in when we're stepping out of something comfortable and it wants to tell us that, oh, you ain't going to be able to do that because you don't know what you don't know what's going to happen. If you go over there, you don't know how it's going to turn out. But if you stay over here, see fear doesn't want you to grow. Fear is an illusion fear is a lie a lie from the enemy and anytime god wants to stretch you and he wants you to grow fear always tries to come and tell you no i don't want you to go over there because you know it's not you don't know what's going to happen but fear is the enemy trying to keep you from seeing your full potential And when God wants you to see your full potential and when God wants to see how worthy you are to him and how great you are and how much greatness is on the inside of you and how much power that you have stored up in your body, fear will always try to come and rob you of that. So thankfully, no matter how uncertain you may feel, the outcome of every situation is known to God and God promised to never leave or forsake those who draw near to him. His children are never alone. We are God's children. We are never alone. You are not alone. I don't care how you feel right now. Understand that you are not alone. Even if people that used to be people that you used to have access to, and you can no longer reach them, or something happening, you're not talking to certain people anymore. You're not in connection with certain people anymore. That does not mean that you are not alone. That does not mean that you're alone. You are not alone. And understand that your future is held in God's hands. So ask yourself, you know, what is God showing me? And I want you to understand that the, the way you deal with uncertainty, you have to acknowledge your limitations and you have to lay down your expectations and pick up God's declarations. You know, what has God said to you? God has said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. God has said, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. God has said, he has told you to cast your cares on him for he loves you. That's what you should do. Cast your cares on the one who knows everything about you. Cast your cares on the one who has already made you, you know, Strong and courageous. The one who has already showed you that you can get through this storm. You can get through this very thing that he's trying to take you through. That's how you got to cast your cares. You got to remember that God is already taking you through storms. Remember the one who has already bought you out of those unforeseen circumstances. You thought you was going to be a bad person, but God showed you, no, I'm going to mold you into a greater person. You may have been a person that made bad decisions all your life, but that does not mean that God did not mold you into someone better think about where you came from think about how you were raised think about your environment and what you came out of and if god has allowed you to come and set your feet on another solid foundation that is something to be thankful for don't become like the israelites they had to go through 400 years hear me god guys 400 years they waited on god to deliver them like oh my gosh just think about what we go through we go through something for a month or we go through lack for a couple of days and we think that the world is going to end the israelites went through uncertainty for 400 years that is how long the israelites waited for god to deliver them from slavery but even after they left egypt god didn't take them directly to canaan instead they camped at a base of a mountain while god instructed moses and like i said if you are that leader that god is using to bring people out of a situation or he's using you to be the light that it can happen you know you can be the light of the family that well if such and such did it i know that i can do it because we come from the same background you know sometimes god has to separate you from them too god has to separate you from the masses sometimes because he has to instruct you on what what you should do next because you may be that family member that has to carry the family You may be the one that has to show your family that it can be done. You may be the one that has to show your family that you can move from this place into a new place and you still can be successful. So if that's you, you have to realize that sometimes you got to separate from everyone so you can hear your next instruction or so God can fill you back up because you've been pouring out and pouring out and pouring out and you've been giving and giving and giving and now you're depleted so sometimes god has to separate you and let me tell you something there is nothing wrong with saying hey i can't come this time or hey i need to take a moment for myself hey i need to go sit over here and i need to re i need to be regenerate i need to be regenerated you know i need to be re i need to be revamped i need my energy back i need to be restored i need god to fill me back up with everything i poured out there's nothing wrong with that It's nothing wrong with taking a step for yourself and sitting down and just getting your energy back, getting, getting everything back that you need to get to that next place. And that's what, that's how God used Moses. He sent him up to the mountain for instructions, you know, but after 40 days, the Israelites grew frustrated. Their delayed expectations led to poor decisions they rejected God and pursued whatever pleased them and this is what happens in those uncertain moments when we're in moments that we don't know what's going to happen and things are uncertain and things are you know they're not going how we expected it to go and you know we've prayed and we've asked God God I need you to help me in this uncertain place in my life this unfamiliar place God help me I I don't like it it don't feel good it's uncomfortable I'm not in my comfort zone I don't know what's going to happen you know God please give me me out of this or God you know, help me to get out of this situation. See, let me tell you why you're still in that unfamiliar place. Cause you're praying the wrong prayer instead of praying and saying, God, take me out of this. God, I don't like this. This don't feel good. It's uncomfortable. Your prayer should be, God, help me to see what you're doing in this situation. Help me to adjust to this, un- to this unfamiliar situation in my life. Help me to be able to overcome this uncircum, this unforeseen circumstance in my life. My life God if you're trying to do something new in me help me identify what you're doing help me God be aware of the things that you're doing and help me God to adjust sometimes we're asking God to take us out of the very thing that he's using to push us to our purpose and the reason why you haven't came out yet because you're praying the wrong prayer and sometimes in unfamiliar mm, unfamiliar places. When you're frustrated and when you want something quick and you want God to move quick and God ain't moving fast enough for you, you go make... Irrational decisions. You gonna make decisions out of your frustrations. And just like the Israelites, you know, their frustrations led them to making poor decisions because their delayed expectations, because they thought, because they came out of slavery, that oh, they were just getting ready to go into something new. So you gotta understand sometimes when you come out of a place where you have worked, where you have been drained, and it's been toxic, and all you've seen is toxic things, and all you've heard is toxic things. Sometimes we want to just run right to that new place that that blessed place that God has for us but sometimes God got to take you out of an unhealthy territory and he got to sit you for a minute because he got to get all of that bad negative thinking he got to get it off of you that toxic way of moving God got to get that up off of you and he got to clean you up and sometimes you got to go through a storm because he got to wash all of that filth and that dirt and all of that nasty ways of thinking that nasty ways of doing things god gotta wash that off of you because he don't want you i love lot's wife and if anybody knows me i'm always talking about lot's wife but god got to take you in a place and sit you down because he don't want to take you to a new place and you still got that slave mentality or you still got lots wife mentality you still thinking about the old you still thinking things are going to happen the way that they happen in that old place no 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 you cannot go into a new place and expect old things to happen you gotta let go of all the old to receive the new and the worst thing we can do as people is get a new opportunity meet new people meet new co-workers no new colleagues get new things and move to new places the worst thing we can do is think that the old things that we used to do the old ways that we used to think that that is the way that these new people are going to act or that is how Things are supposed to go in that new place no sometimes god gotta clean your heart up and if you ever felt frustrated by an uncertain season that lasts longer than you anticipated listen to me you're not alone we can become so focused on our disappointments that we forget that god is still in control And I did a podcast a while back talking about disappointments and do not let your disappointments define you. Do not let your disappointments put you in a place where you stop being the person that God created you to be. If God created you to be a loving person, if loving people is easy for you and it's natural for you and it's organic, you know, don't let don't let the disappointments alter who you are even with relationships, you know, we get in relationships with people and they don't work out and that is okay. There's nothing wrong with the relationship that's, that didn't work out, but don't let the disappointment alter you into not being that happy person that you've always been. And don't let that disappointment alter you who you are and change you don't let it put you in a place of being bitter when you know you're the one that lights up the room when you walk in the room you know you're the one that makes everybody smile when you walk in the room and because one bad thing happened to you and because disappointment came into your life don't let disappointment rob you of who you really are and when we put on the jacket of disappointment and we put on the jacket of frustration we make poor decisions we begin to look at people through a broken lens we begin to look at situations through a broken lens because we're we allowed a broken situation to break us instead of mold us into what we were supposed to be from the genesis of it the beginning of it god let disappointment come into your life to show you that everything is not going to always be fine and dandy i want you to get out of the fantasy of thinking that your life is going to always be perfect. You're, and there is nothing wrong with believing that you don't have to go through hell to receive happiness. That is true. But I don't want you to walk in life and think that you're not going to experience adversity we're all going to experience adversity we're all going to experience disappointment like we're all going to experience these things but these things happen to us so we won't be fooled or we won't be bamboozled to the point where we allow the disappointment to alter who we really are so understand that when disappointment comes do not let it overshadow the fact the facts and the fact is god is still in control of your life that's why it's important to remember that your waiting is never wasted wherever you are you're waiting on god to do something in your life know that your waiting is not wasted but how are you waiting are you waiting in, in impatiently are you waiting in a place of frustration are you waiting in a place of anger Because you've been waiting too long. And now you're pouting like a kid. Just know. Your waiting is never wasted. And even though the Israelites. Couldn't see it at that time. God wasn't withholding his promises from them. He was preparing them for it. And. I always like to. Visualize things. I want you to think about. How God is preparing you right now. If you put something in the oven that you're cooking cuz see listen we're still talking about uncertain uncertainty unfamiliar places unfamiliar territory you're in a place right now and everything is unfamiliar you know that's the that's the whole point of this podcast we're talking about how to deal with uncertainty how to deal with those unfamiliar situations in your life unfamiliar territory Just understand that if God puts you in an unfamiliar place, it's for your greater, it's for the best, it's for the good that God sees in you. It's because God sees that you're about to go somewhere. He's about to take you higher. But even when you're waiting, understand that God is not withholding his promises. Whatever God has promised you, you know what God has promised you. Just know that he's not withholding his promises from you. He's preparing you. And when you prepare a turkey... I want to talk about Thanksgiving because we're going to come back. But when you're cooking a turkey or dressing greens, ham, yams, whatever, cornbread, while you're making that food and you're getting ready to put that turkey or that ham in the oven, it goes in raw. And sometimes God has to take us in some things and some raw stuff and unfamiliar things is raw. You don't know what's gonna happen. You've never been there before. There's nothing on. You feel like you're going into something naked. Like just think about a, just think about you going into this new place that you have no idea. You don't have no knowledge, no wisdom of it. You don't know what God is gonna do. You just feel naked. And just like a turkey goes into the oven, you know, you got your season on there. You got all your little stuff, yeah, different little decorations. You know what folks put on their turkeys, and you're putting it in the oven. When the visualize this with me, when the turkey goes into the oven, it's, it's raw. But when it comes out, it's cooked and it's ready to eat. So just think about the time you waited for the turkey to finish. That's exactly how it is with us. When God takes us into a situation, we go in not knowing what's going to happen, but we come out with everything we need and that's the blessing and the enemy wants you to go into something and he wants you to run out with getting everything you need that's like going to walmart and you go in there with the list of stuff and you go in there and come out with nothing You never want to go into a situation with with your hands empty and come out empty. You go into a situation, and even if it's hard, even if it's something that you don't understand, even if it's something that brings a great amount of pain, at least come out with a lesson. Come out with a pencil. Come out with something. Come out with a jacket. Come out with a jacket of love. Come out with peace or something. You know, come out with something. Never go into something empty-handed and come out empty-handed. Don't waste your time because what God is doing. He's showing you that even in your frustration, even in the moments that you feel like you do not feel me. You do not hear me. You do not. You don't think anyone sees you. I'm still moving. I'm not withholding my promises from you. I'm preparing you. So if you find yourself weary from waiting, do what the israelites forgot to do look for evidence of god's presence and look back on what god has already done in your life this is how you deal with those uncertain uncertain moments those unfamiliar places you know god's timeline may be different from ours but his faithfulness it does not waver you're waiting guys Your waiting might be preparing you for the plans and purposes god has for you and think about joshua joshua spent most of his life enduring adversity setbacks and disappointments and i don't know about you but i've dealt with adversity i've dealt with um so many setbacks and all of the setbacks that i've dealt with you guys you would think that i would be in a mental home Or you would think that I would be somewhere strung out and just done and depleted. And that's how I know God has been with me from all the setbacks and adversity and disappointment I have seen in my life. I still have the most peace that I've ever had because I've been trusting God. And I've been trusting that God, your way is better than mine. And anytime I find myself in frustration and in disappointment and stress and anxiety, I realize that it's me trying to figure it out. I just say to hell with it. God, you do it. I get peace. And yet, just remember, Joshua never stopped believing that God could keep his promises. And by the end of Joshua's life, Joshua saw God's faithfulness come to pass, which is why he told the Israelites to recognize and remember the remember God's promises. So I want you to remember this. If you are in a place where everything seems like it's just going all over the place, you don't know what to do. You're emotional. Your emotions are high. You you want to give up. You want to throw in the towel. You want to just lock yourself in a room like I I know, I know the feeling also well, and you just want to give up. I want you to recognize and remember God's promises. I want you to just think about a time where God came and made the impossible happen in your life. You know, the things that God has allowed you to overcome, you know, the things that God has showed you that you can do, you know, that God showed you, even when you let go the thing that you thought you needed the most, when you let it go, God gave you better. Think about his promises. And I want you to understand this. The thoughts you fill your mind with are crucial and they're crucial because what you cling to influence your worldview. So whatever thought you're clinging to right now, whatever ideal you're clinging to right now, I want you to understand that this will be the very thing that influenced your view, how you see things. If you have thoughts filled with love, you're going to cling to love and you're going to see things through love. You're going to see things through a vision, through through a lens of love. But if your thoughts are filled with turmoil, They're filled with bitterness, they're filled with hatred, and they're filled with jealousy. They're filled with anger. It's so crucial to you and your walk because this is what you're clinging to. You're clinging to your hate. You're clinging to your frustrations. You're clinging to your disappointment. And this is how you begin to see everything in front of you. Any Anybody that comes into your life because you've clinged to your disappointment, you've already laid out an expectation for them. You have already laid out an expectation that they are going to disappoint you. And that, and, it's not, and it's not even them. It's what you're clinging to. It's what your thoughts are filled with. So even if God wants to bring you to a new place and he wants to give you something new, he wants to bless you financially or spiritually or he wants you to prosper, you won't be able to receive it because you are still clinging on to your disappointment. God can, you can be in an expired season of your life. And because you're clinging on to to what happened to me mommy wasn't there daddy wasn't there mama said this to me daddy said I'll never be anything my cousins was always bullying me and because you're clinging on to your past and what happened into your past and because you're still clinging on to your trauma you are gonna view everything through a trauma lens everything that you do you're going to view it from your trauma, you're going to view it from your your setbacks. You're going to view it from your disappointments. So the thoughts that you fill your mind with are crucial because what you cling to, it influences your behavior, it influences your perspective, it influences your response, it influences how you do things and how you see things, how you react. It's crucial. But if you choose to dwell on God's promises and God's promises are the things that he's already spoken over you and you know, I'm gonna give you some stuff to leave with today. But if you cling on, well, God, God bought me out of this. I was smoking weed and one day I was just like, Lord, I don't want to smoke weed no more. So God took the taste out of my mouth or you were in a bad relationship. I was in an abusive relationship. You could have been in an abusive, a little abusive relationship and God allowed you to leave it. That's, that's God showing you that I'm with you no matter how bad the situation looks. Whatever it is that God has brought you out of, that's what you focus on. That's what you dwell on. And if you choose to dwell on God's promises, you start to recognize God's blessings during uncertain times. All of the things that I've gone through in my life, I, I'm now in this place, only 27 years old. I'm now starting to realize God's blessings during uncertain times. I'm looking at uncertain times as moments that God is using to give me more strength for where I'm going, to give me more courage. Because when you go through uncertain and unfamiliar places and you're in a situation and you just don't know what's gonna happen you get the courage to keep going because you look back on oh i was here before it's just a new place i've been in an uncertain place before you know i've been in a place where one minute i had a group of friends and now i have a couple or i have two or three or i've been in a place where my finances were high and and then I also was in a place where my finances were low see I'm not afraid like sometimes you just gotta be real you can't just be afraid that people are gonna think you inadequate because you was in a season where your finances were good and then you're in a season now where you're like well no I can't go now because my finances are not where I want them to be but I know they're gonna get back to where they're supposed to be God just using me to be able to weather the storm or God just showing me that you know life is not all about money life is not all about having materialistic things life is about peace and i remember when i was praying one time when i was in a financial hardship in my life and god showed me he said your peace is more than your money you when you got peace you're rich and now you're out here you want to be so rich with money and you want to be rich with materialistic things that you done lost your peace but when you have peace when you have peace you have something that money can't buy And even when it seems like your finances are depleted or even when it seems like everything around you that was once familiar is now unfamiliar, you have peace and you understand that as long as I got my peace, I know that everything that I need is going to come. See, peace brings patience. And when you're in peace, you have patience to wait on the things that God has for you. And even when your mind wants to start running rampant and wondering, a wondering mind isn't a good mind. You want to have your mind in a place where it's sound and where it knows that, listen, God is in control. I'm not going to let my mind wander. Well, what if, what if I, what if this happened? No, 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 no. We're not going to live in what is. We're going to live in it's going to happen what God has spoken his promises. It's going to happen even in this uncertain time, you know, plus trusting when you begin to trust that God will redeem your present, you know, God is going to redeem you. You're trusting that your present pain is going to equip you to walk forward in faith and keep on fighting. You have to keep on fighting because if you stop fighting now, everything that you went through up until this point was pointless. So as you walk forward today, I want you to reflect on some of God's promises and let them transform the way you think. Anytime I get weary, I always say, God, God will sustain me. And here's some things you can speak over your life. God will sustain you. God's peace will guard your heart. God delights over you with singing listen you may have to find you a song you may have to just start singing to yourself you may have to start singing tasha cobb something if you're in a place where you just feel like your mind is about to just crash you have to start singing things that speak to your spirit you know, you have to understand that, you know, God will instruct you and he will teach you in the ways you should go. These are scriptures. God is your refuge and strength. You're in the time of need. These are scriptures that you speak in your storm and your uncertainty. These are things that you speak back to uncertainty. These are things that you speak back to unfamiliar situations. These are things that you speak back to your fear. And when fear tries to tell you that you can't do it or is something bad going to happen? You got to say in all things, you are more than a conqueror because God loves you loves you. You got to begin to speak that God would never leave or forsake you. You got to begin to speak that God's love cast out all of your fear. Nothing can separate you from God's love and God's not done with you. These are things that you got to begin to speak. Listen, God ain't done with me and I know God ain't finna leave me here. Now I'm gonna get a little ebonics and I am gonna get a little real with you. No more articulate, you know, God is not done with you. God is not done with you. God's not done with you. These are some things you got to say when you're around people that think you're supposed to be perfect and you make a mistake and they want to point out your mistake. Listen, God ain't done with me. Yeah, I said ain't God's not done with me and I'm not going to live my life trying to satisfy man and try to satisfy you when I know God is not done with me. God says that he will complete the thing in which he started. He knew that you was going to make a mistake. He knew you was going to go down this road. He knew you was going to be with the crowd for a while. He knew that you was going to get fall in lust and not love. He knew you was going to have sex when you said you weren't going to have sex for the seventh time. Lord, I ain't going to do it no more. Lord, I promise I'm not going to have sex no more. I can't believe I did this. Listen, God knew but it comes a point in your life where you begin to stop letting your uncertainty make you make crazy decisions and irrational decisions and make the, and make you, you know, get in a place where you don't have any patience. This is the time where you look at your uncertain moments and you begin to say that I'm here for a reason. God has me here for a reason. And I know that that reason is for my good i know that that reason is for the greater that god has for me so i'm not going to stay in a place where i continue to let uncertainty rob me of my purpose Rob me of my wisdom that God is trying to give me. Rob me of the lesson that God is trying to teach me. Because listen, when we go into these these classrooms and the teacher is about to teach us something and she has her lesson plan for the week and she's about to teach us about love, and you walked into the classroom and your heart is filled with hate and you know you need this class. Listen, don't let the uncertainty rob you from learning how to love people again. Because when you learn how to love and when you learn how To be patient, like the scripture says, love is patient, love is kind, love does not boast, love does not envy. When you begin to walk in love and you begin to understand that love covers a multitude of faults, you'll be you'll begin to have healthier relationships, you'll begin to have a healthier perspective of things, and you will see that every everybody is just like you. We're all in this world trying to figure it out, we're all trying to understand how to do the right thing, we're all trying to understand how. To deal with mommy and daddy issues we're all trying to understand how to get from trauma to being better so it's like you have to understand that if god is taking you through an uncertain place then ask yourself god what are you trying to show me god what are you trying to do in me god what are you trying to pull out of me or god what are you trying to pour into me because i know if you got me in a place where it seemed like everything is just kind of in a whirlwind then that means that you are rearranging some things because some stuff had got comfortable in my life and when things get too comfortable god gotta begin to shake stuff up so you can get out of that comfortable place so you can get out of that place that is so easy for you to fall in and to get stagnated and it's easy for you to fall in procrastination and sometimes god it's like listen i'm gonna take you out of the place where you're easily distracted i'm gonna put you in a place where it's so unfamiliar you have no choice but to focus on the things that you need to fix god allowed me to come into a place you guys that was so unfamiliar god i never i never asked for help I am the person that I'm going to get it done regardless. I'll figure it out. But because God needed me to be a woman that 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 is able to receive help, he put me in a place where I had to help. And when I tell you God allowed my finances to be depleted, and when I tell you I'm gifted, I'm gifted with my hands. Mentally, I'm gifted. I'm visual. I can... Do something and make money like nothing. Like my hands are so good. I I am a millionaire. I am a millionaire. I know that. But God put me in a place where I had to get in this unfamiliar place and he depleted, <laughs> he depleted my finances. And I had to begin to ask people for help. People will always ask me, do you need anything? I'm like, no, I'm good. I got it. And already in my mind, trying to figure out how I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. And I really realized that I was blocking my own blessings I always and God began to tell me you know how do you want people to come into your life and love you you don't even know how to receive love you don't even know how to receive help you don't even know how to receive you know people that want to come into help come in your life and help you and I everything around me had depleted so I had to get on my knees and I had to ask God, God what are you doing in me I had to turn my eye from why me to what are you doing in me and sometimes you have to get in that place and ask God what are you trying to do in me in this situation and once I realized what God was trying to do, I realized that God wasn't punishing me. He was planting me and he, and I, I was uprooted from a place in my life and I was planted into a new place and you're always going to be uprooted and replanted, uprooted and replanted. When you go every level you go through, you know, you're going to be uprooted and replanted. So I don't want you to think that just cause God, just because God is planting you in a place right now, that that's your forever, you know, no, you're going to always be uprooted and replanted. And If you're not careful, you will be looking so far into the future that you don't even realize that in this present moment, God trying to give you something that's going to be so vital to your walk that you will miss it. And you know, we watch people and people are telling us, oh, you need to do this. You need, you need to prepare for 10 years down the road. You need to prepare for five years. You know, what are your five year, you know, what are your long-term and short-term goals? And don't get me wrong. You need to have a blueprint now you don't want to be walking out here with no no type of blueprint of what you want to do but you need to have a certain type of blueprint of what you want in your life but when we get to living our lives in the point where we can't just live in the present moment and just be thankful for what god is doing in the present moment and we're always focusing on well in five years i know I want the house i want the kids you know i want them to have the big backyard i want you know oh god i already see my bank account y'all yeah, want my bank account i want to be working here i want to be ceo of this i want to have these three businesses you know you just i i i i i, I want to do this 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 but god is like but i'm trying to but God is trying to get you, with your pre- get you to deal with your present moment. That present moment, which is... You may not know how to financially handle money. You may not know when to save and when not to save. You may not know how to halt, brittle your tongue and not brittle your tongue. You know? And what I mean by that, when I say you may not know how to brittle your tongue... And when not to brittle your tongue Sometimes you may be that person That Always says what comes to your mind It can be nasty, it can be mean It can be hurtful, you can tear people down And then sometimes you always Telling people what they want to hear So you got to learn a balance And you got to understand that In order for you to get to that five term And that that short term and long term Goal that you have in your life You got to understand in your moment right now What is God trying to teach me What is God trying to show me in this moment? How can I be a better person in this moment, you know, so I can be able to withstand and hold the blessing and not let the blessing fumble for whenever I do get what I've been praying for. I remember one time, and I'm about to wrap this thing up. I remember one time I had began to pray for something for like, five months I went in I prayed about it and I didn't become weary and I kept praying I kept praying didn't see nothing after the second month didn't see anything after the third month and didn't see anything after the fourth month but that fifth month I began to see my prayer come to pass and sometimes we have been praying and asking God God I need you to do this in my life and when it don't happen after two weeks we quit praying for that and we start praying for something else and sometimes God is just like listen I just need you to be consistent Consistent because you're inconsistent, not only with your prayers, you're inconsistent with the things you start, you never finish. See, when we are, when we are so caught up on predicting the future and laying out our future, we miss the things that we need to work on in the present. You may be inconsistent and you're asking God to give you a a million, a billion dollar business, but you can't even manage your finances now. You're not even consistent on what the things that you have now, the blessings that God has given you now. You're not even consistent. So you have to understand there is nothing there is nothing wrong with planning. There is nothing wrong with saying these are the things that I want in my life. There is nothing wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with having short-term and long-term goals. And hey, listen, keep the keep a mental note of them because you need those. But don't be so caught up on the future that you're not present and dealing with the things you need to deal now. Because those little foxes, the scripture says it's the little foxes that spoils the vine and if you don't get those little things about you that you know you need to work on those little things that those little habits those little small bad habits that you don't that you overlook and you say, oh it's just you know it's that small those small things will be the the, those small things will be the things that ruin the big things in your life so remember that even in those unfamiliar places God is still moving when the teacher is silent that does not mean the teacher is not Available. It does not mean that the teacher isn't in the room. The teacher is just watching you, watching your response, watching how you're going to answer the questions, watching to see if you're going to cheat off somebody else's paper and watching to see how do you respond in your silence, in, in, in the teacher's silence. So you have to understand that uncertainty is good. Look, Start looking at uncertainty in a light. Start looking at uncertainty as something that is good for you. Ooh, if, if you are in an uncertain place, that nine times out of ten God is going to elevate you. And nine times out of 10, God is going to take you to a whole new demographic. He's going to take you to a whole new place. He's about to take you all the way to something new that you've never experienced. And sometimes you got to have a greater level of faith to be able to stay in the new place that God is taking you because you never want to go into a new place unprepared. What you look like going into an interview You've been praying and asking God, oh God, I need this job. God, this job, it paid good. God, listen, God, I need it. But you ain't prepared for it. You so focused on getting a job that you haven't prepared for the interview. (laughs) It's crazy. You you want God to move and you want God to bless you with something, but you're not preparing for it. You're just sitting on the curb like, okay, I'm just waiting on this blessing to come. You know, it ain't came yet, so let me just... Let me just sit on this curve and pick at these leaves that's flowing on the on the ground, right? No, 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 no. We're not going to do that. We're not going to be doodling, waiting on the blessing. Prepare for what you've been praying for. And in that uncertain place, God will put, put you in an uncertain place because you're about to go to a new territory. So he wants you to know how to deal with new people, new things, new ideas. And sometimes we can't get out to new ideas because we got to, are we still thinking the same? You still thinking that people gonna lie to you and cheat on you and hurt your feelings. You you won't got to give you a new relationship, but you're still looking at every relationship as people are liars. Oh, all men are the same, or all women are the same. Women just go diggers. Dudes just want to have sex. You know how you gonna get a new relationship? if you still thinking like that so in your unfamiliar place and your uncertainty and when god takes you into a new place that he already knew that he was going to take you to you need to change change some stuff in the midst of that storm you know change some things shed some things shed some weight shed the way you think you know shed the way you operate shed the way you respond to things you know begin to start looking at things in a different way listen you you used to walk in love begin to walk in love again you know love how fun again you know don't be so don't be such a debbie downer so you got to ask yourself what is god trying to do in my uncertain situation the situation that god has me in what is he trying to do in my life because i need to know and maybe it just is God is just trying to move you to something new. And when you allow God to move you to something new, then you say, God, then you're basically telling God, I trust you. I trust you to do what you want to do in my life. I trust you to move how you want to move. Listen, if I got to let some people go, I'm gonna let them go. And I am the person. I don't know what God has done to me. I've, I used to be the person that I always wanted to make sure my friends were good. I wanted to always make sure that, you know, I'm, I could help whatever I could, or, or oh, let me make sure I say this or that, so we can always stay friends. Listen, I'm in a place now. Listen, if they got to go, they got to go, and I don't know if that's this is the place where God wanted me to get to because He know that I'm going, I'm going somewhere, and I'm moving and moving. But you got to be willing to let go of the familiar. It's the familiar things that can sometimes hold you back from receiving new. So, if you want to see new. You have to get out of that familiar place. You have to stop moving in what is familiar to you. If you want to see something different, you want to see change, you want to see God in a different way, you want to, you want to explore the world, you want to travel, you want to overcome some things, listen, you got to get out that unfamiliar place. I mean, you got to get out of that familiar place and step into the unfamiliar in order to see something different. You got to do something different. So it's time to stop dwindling, dwindling your toes in the water and la 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 la. And you need to get up and do something different. So with that being said, guys that is all for today and I cannot wait to get back and talk with you guys I love talking to y'all I love my listeners thank you for always listening and thank you for always 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 supporting me so until next time remember just because God has you in an unfamiliar place that does not mean that God is punishing you it only means that God is playing you and you need to focus on the present moment so you can experience God's presence and you can get what God is trying to give you in this very moment so i hope you guys have a blessed day i hope you take a t- i hope you take you know a moment to reflect on the things that God has done for you and I hope you don't become like the Israelites and focus on the disappointment and become so antsy that you begin to make decisions that go against the will that God has for you, go against the blessings that God is trying to give you. I pray that you will continue to be who God called you to be. I pray that you will continue to love on people even when they want you, even when they make you mad, even when people say things you don't like, still choose to walk in love. I, I pray that you do not let your disappointments alter who you really are you know disappointments just come to give you strength it comes to give you more strategy it comes to show you okay you responded like this this way but next time listen don't be so open or next time don't do this or next time, you know look at the situation that's going on in your life right now in a positive light and with that being said i send love to you i send encouragement to you and i hope you have a blessed day Bye bye